0: Welcome to transfer nation talks in this week's episode of transfer nation talks chrissy interviews michael morgan one of the 2021 nists transfer student ambassadors michael shares a little bit about his transfer story and his work to break down the barriers between transfer students and the resources available to them on his campus This episode is also a perfect opportunity to let you know about the National Institute for the Study of Transfer Students Transfer Student Ambassador Program. The program is an excellent opportunity for transfers to lend their voices, experiences, and expertise to the national transfer conversation. In addition to registration and attendance for the NISTS annual conference, ambassadors also receive a $500 scholarship. Plus, a $500 transfer program grant to be used in collaboration with a faculty or a staff member at the student's previous or current institution. For more information about the award and the application process, be sure to see the NISTS website, which will also be linked in the show notes. The application deadline for the Transfer Ambassador Program is September 20th, 2021. Please enjoy this episode.
1: Hello and welcome back. My name is Chrissy. Today, uh, I'm getting to talk to another incredible transfer student ambassador. So someone who was recognized by the National Institute for the Study of Transfer as a transfer student ambassador. We're so honored and happy he's here to speak with us. This is Michael Morgan. Michael, thank you so much for joining us and being open to sharing a little bit about your transfer journey today.
2: Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: The way we've been starting off with a lot of these podcasts as of late is by asking the guests to bring an artifact that kind of resembles their transfer journey. And Michael, what did you bring?
2: Okay, so I brought a Coca-Cola bottle I got um, after I was accepted to Oglethorpe. Um, It has Oglethorpe on it, share a Coke with Oglethorpe. It was was one of those things that I found to be really um, unique. Um, And I think that the whole experience I had um, as far as you know applying and transferring to Oglethorpe was unique to my other experiences so I kept it and I'm very excited to have it and I'll take it with me on my other a- academic journeys. so this is what, definitely one of my favorites
1: and something I thought was really interesting was he didn't drink the coke in the bottle it's real coke that you see in the bottle but he didn't drink it he chose to preserve the artifact as it is and I thought that was really cool <laughs> Speaking of um, Oglethorpe, can you tell us a little bit about the schools you attended and, and where you transferred from? And, and okay,
2: yeah, of course. Um, so I initially began my academic journey at uh, the Ohio State University um, from Ohio. Um, so that was definitely a large university there, and I was I was very excited to go. I didn't enjoy my experience as much as I believed I would. Um, so I decided to go to the university of Cincinnati. So I made a transfer to the university of Cincinnati and I was very much enjoying my experience there. Um, I knew more people there. A lot of my friends had went there out of high school. So it was more, it felt more homey for me, but then like my family actually moved down to Atlanta. I was born in Atlanta. So, you know, I was tasked with finding a university in Atlanta and, um, I tried my best to make it happen. I, um, just I'm just a reader. So I was at my brother's house and there was a college like next door to his house Was Oglethorpe University. It's right on Street So I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to go over. there. I'm going to read, you know, so I was reading and I just had a great conversation with somebody at the library. And from that conversation, um, we just we talked about admissions. They, they walked me to admissions. Um, you know, I had wow. a great conversation. That Yeah, I know. Right. I had a great conversation at admissions. And from there, you know, I was able to apply.
1: That's so cool. And I, I i mean, you did your own research, like you said, you were reading about it. But I love that a big part of what made you choose to transfer was that one conversation you had in the library. That's really cool.
2: It's just trial and error, man. Like, it's okay to be wrong. You know, I think that that's a big thing. It's okay to have made a, a choice that may not be the best choice for you or may not have been the best choice with a certain amount of information Mm -hmm. it's okay to look at yourself and go like i would like this right i would like something that maybe this university is not giving me either you can find a way to get it from the space that you're in or you can choose you know if you have the opportunity to maybe go to a different space where you believe you will get that so yes you do have to look at yourself in the mirror and go what do i need from an academic institution Mm -hmm. but also it's okay that that if you did Make a choice that maybe you thought you were getting something that you weren't, or however it works out in your case, it's okay to have made a a decision that sh- now you want to make a different decision, right? Yeah. It's okay. You know what I mean. So I, I definitely don't. You know, I think that that's a big a big part of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a really great point. When you were transferring and you were you know attending each of the schools that you mentioned, what were you you know involved in uh, while you were at those schools, and and what types of roles did you take on?
2: Very early on, um, I've always just been mentoring. So I've always been into mentoring the youth. I mean, people that come from communities, you know, like much like the communities that I come from, because I know that to get to where I am today, I needed somebody to basically kind of hold my hand, right? I needed somebody to tell me like, you need to be resilient here. You know, maybe this is a decision you need to make. You need to look into this. And what mm-hmm. I've noticed is I've had the most, not only most success, but I've had the most opportunities and spaces where that was also done for me. At Oglethorpe, you know, we were able to charter a chapter to Collegiate 100. We were able to form a couple of different organizations. I was personally able to bring a, um, a transfer student honor society to campus.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, but it, it was only because I was empowered by people who knew how to do those things, right? Who wanted to put mm-hmm. me in a position to succeed. So I, I would say that, you know, I've always been into mentoring. But I think that being mentored is also extremely important. So if you can, you know, give back and also be willing to accept, you know, guidance and help from people that have been in the spaces that you want to be in or are in, you know, at the time, I think that, you know, being teachable is extremely important. So, Mm. you know, a lot of the amazing things or or the great things that I hold my hat on and I think are great. um, I can attribute to other people's kindness.
1: You hit on so many good points, Michael. Um, I loved what you said. That's that's so cool. It's it's especially important as a transfer student because you're navigating, you know, uncharted territory. And th- having mentorship and giving mentorship, it's it's equally as important. That's really cool. And speaking kind of like of, of mentors in particular, were there important people or programs um, or resources? At any any of the schools that you attended that you felt like supported you specifically as a transfer student?
2: Um yeah, I would say at Oglethorpe, uh, Oglethorpe University, I think that a lot of things opened up for me as far as the personal touch when it comes to college. I think a lot of my other college experiences were because of the size of institutions and kind of where I was, um, mm-hmm. they weren't as hands on um and and that's okay because you know like like you said, a lot of people may not need that, but I would say at um at Oglethorpe, I think that it happened from day one, right? You even talk about the conversations at the library. You know, from day one, people were empowering me to be in a good position. I think the first meeting I had with Cecil Rose, who was my academic advisor, he gave me the opportunity to send in my resume. He saw my resume and was like, "Oh, you, you know, we're going to have a transfer student ambassador. I think that you might be the person for the job." You know, I got the interview, and and then they put me in a good situation where. That position allowed me to be very, very involved in everything that happened in academic success. So I got to meet a lot of people. I got to be very comfortable in spaces, you know, where maybe I wouldn't have been as comfortable. I got to also um, be a resource for other people. Right. All the transfer students that I was able to meet with and, and be a resource for because I worked in academic success. I know the answers to the questions you might have. And I also have suggestions based upon the things you may be interested in. You know what I mean? So being able to be a resource so nobody is like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to schedule a meeting with, right? I can connect you. I can connect you through email. I can walk you to where you need to be. I would say, yeah, I would say Cecil Rose. I would say like David Swillum was also somebody that I always leaned on because we were very much in a similar situation and we were very much building a lot of the things we were able to accomplish together And blessed that he's, you know, he is where he is. He's in grad school and he's doing the things that he's doing. So we're very proud of him. And yeah, a lot of support and a lot of empowerment for sure.
1: That's great. And I think what's interesting about how the way you answered that question, a lot of guests that we have tend to answer maybe with um, an advisor or or an educator of of some type. But Mm -hmm. you kind of answered with not only your advisor, but the you're fully surrounded so you have the people you're mentoring and you also mentioned your friend and i i think that really speaks to you know when you're when you're embarking on transferring and um you know or just in general taking a non-traditional path um mm-hmm. you need to um you know make sure you're surrounded by an army of people who are going to support you um in and, and in that army is also going to people be people you need to support as well um so that, I, I I love the way you answered that question. It's, it's very true. What things about your transfer journey did you feel like you loved and like like you mentioned earlier brought you joy?
2: I would say involvement, involvement, involvement. I think that, man, that's the biggest thing. When you go to a college campus, find things you like and, and really involve yourself in those things because those are the spaces, one, where you'll build those connections, where you'll invest in your university and hopefully, you know, your university then invests in you. So I think that involvement was huge for me. I know for us, chartering a a chapter to Collegiate 100 was huge for us because it gave us an outlet of successful people to mentor us, right? To have people to call on that have been there before that I I didn't have that where I was from. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen it. It wasn't an accessible thing. So to have Fred Parham and, and people that I can just call in, and ask questions, like I want to do this. And even Cecil Rose, you know, ask questions, I want to do this, I want to do that. But it was all because we worked, uh, we got involved, we did the things that we were asked to do. And because we invested in a place that we believed in place also believed in us, you know, and gave so much back to us. So it's it's an investment thing, right? You invest
1: in the school and your
2: education and your experience, right? And all of those things will then invest in you.
1: What would be maybe a tip that you would give to a student who's considering transferring maybe versus taking a like a more traditional route?
2: Plan the end, right? Plan the end. That's that's what I would say. Plan the end because you can't make a map if you don't know where you're going, right? You can't draw up a map to somewhere that you haven't identified. Identify where you want to be, and that will allow you to create a map to get there, you know, in, in the most successful way possible i think a lot of times you know at 18 years old they're asking us to make this map where you don't know where you want to be that that's going to change x y and z and that's how you see people maneuver and shift right and the things that they do but before you decide to make another choice that could alter all the things you're doing make the choice of understanding where you want to go where you're going to be and it'll be so much easier to plot out how how you're going to get there Mm
1: -hmm. And what's a tip that you feel like you would give to an educator or maybe a professor or an advisor um, or someone on staff who works with transfer students? What would you want them to know?
2: I would, my tip would be to just empower, to just empower and be present. Um, I feel like when you're present with people, uh, you, you learn more about them. You gain more information and you're better able to serve them um, Mm -hmm. and service them because if, if I know what you want and I know where what you want is or lies or what path that lies down, because I've been here before and I've seen it, as long as I'm present and I'm willing to empower you and, 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 and give you that space, right. Or give you that idea. I think that that can help so many students, right. Because it's like a lot of times we don't know a lot of times people don't even know what questions to ask. So it's like, if you can put them on the right path, be present and, and, Really be willing to empower and help them, I think that that would be that would make for an extremely good position.
1: Michael, as we wrap up, I did just kind of want to ask a little bit about again the National Institute for the Study of Transfer Students, and you were a transfer student ambassador this year, and that's so amazing. that's such an incredible honor. Could you share a little bit with us about what that experience was like for you and and what you got out of it?
2: It was amazing It was an amazing experience. I wish you would have been able to travel. Um, to the actual conference, but, you know, that was uh, cut short due to COVID, but it was an amazing experience. Um, I think we go back to empowerment. I'm really big on empowerment, but we go back to empowerment where it's like, you know, this shows that you matter, right? You go to this conference and it's all about the journey that people like you are having. It's all about, you know, how can we improve the experience for transfer students and even be empowered enough to be able to talk to the leading experts, to be able to talk to you know, all of the institutions and give, you know, your two cents or, or or for your, you know, story to be valued in a way where someone can listen to you and go, oh, okay, these are things that, oh, these are things that we can implement or for people to share the ideas that are working for them at, at, at a university and share that with other universities so, like, everybody's transfer experience can be more enjoyable. I mean, it can be successful. One thing we talked about at the conference and I know I brought up was like, you know, people don't go to college to get a degree, you know, people go to college because they have dreams, you know, anybody can follow a degree audit. So if like, you're going to give somebody a degree audit when they get there and tell them like, good luck, that's not necessarily the proper way to treat students in general. I think that people have dreams and and being able to help them get there is the point of going to college to get that information, to get a, a bit of guidance. That's what I think is super important. I thought it was a great experience.
1: I'm, I'm so glad that there are advocates like you out there and that there are incredible conferences who are doing everything in their power to band these universities together and and really have that conversation of how can we streamline the success of transfer students? What can we do to set them up for the most success possible? And that's also such a huge reason we're so excited to have you on the podcast today. So I just wanna thank you so much again for sharing a little bit about your transfer journey, Michael, and, and for being here today.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me.
1: New episodes of Transformation Talks will drop on Mondays each week. Find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And when you're not listening, keep that transfer-centric conversation going with us on Instagram at We Are Transfer Nation, Twitter, at TransferPride, and join the Transformation Facebook group. Talk soon.